We're gonna do a theme song. We're gonna give the advice. We're gonna tell the young students and adults where to go with their life. Wow, that was cute. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Welcome to Set the Stage Podcast. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. We are so excited to get started today. <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. Who are you? I am Margaret Boffman. She, her, hers. I'm a director, dramaturg, and stage manager of new plays and musicals. Hi, I'm Jordan Prince. She, her, hers. I am a director, teaching artist, collaborator of new work, devised pieces, and immersive experiences. Wow, fun. I got all the words right this time. That's good. I'm glad that you did. Thank you. I figured um, it out. Okay, Mark, check in. <laughs> Um, so last night I finally went and saw Oscar at the crown, um, which I, which has been playing for, I think most of 2019 thus forever. far. Yeah. yeah. It's been forever. Um, I think Kimberly went back in like January. Um, but, uh, my friend and future roommate, Ryan Dobrin, um, wa- worked on it. And so I've been trying to go to support him, but also cause I've just heard it was a good time. Um, so Oscar at the crown is an immersive show. Um, that takes place in a club. Yes, Jordan. We love immersive shows. <laughs> it takes place in like a bar and um, a bar club. Like a, it has a dancing element to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. makes it a club, question mark. I think so. Um, and uh, yeah, it's just really fun. It's a really good time. And um, it's a party. Yeah. What which was, I like. Yeah. What did you like the most about it? The dancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When that one person did Fuates, I was like, thank you. Like, <laughs> this is why I'm here. You're like, because I goodness. didn't know that I was going to get Fuates, you know? Yeah, it was definitely like a nice surprise when yeah. that happened. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you had so much fun. Yeah. What's your check-in? Um, my check-in is that, uh, so in a couple of weeks, it's like two months, but it's fine. Um, my family and I are going to Disney World, uh, which is a, you know, a, a very typical family trip that we go on. I thought you were about to describe Disney World. <laughs> um, I, if you don't know what Disney World I is. You were like, Disney World, which is an amusement park full of, they a theme park full of. <laughs> I was like, yeah, Jordan. Disney, <laughs> Disney World is an immersive experience um, <laughs> around the Disney franchise. <laughs> um, <laughs> that would have been funny. Um, no, we're going to Disney and, uh, we're all very excited. Um, the other day we had, uh, a very long conference call to plan out all the details and our fast passes and stuff. You and your family. Yeah. Yeah. We all FaceTimed in and everyone was involved and it was really great. Um, the thing we're most excited and stressed about is this family shirt that we're doing. Um, because we're not doing your typical, like everyone's in a blue shirt that says like family reunion 2019. No, my family wants to get like Disney drinking shirts. Um, That's so fun. It is fun. So my stepmom is getting Drinker Bell. It's Tinker Bell in a oh, wine glass. Cute. Yeah. Um, my dad is getting a shirt that says uh, like Hakuna Ma- uh, Madrunka is what his shirt is. And it means uh, it means stay drunk for the rest of your stay is what his shirt says. Oh, fun. Uh, it's so fun. Um, and I have not picked out my shirt yet. Because I um, want all of them. But I'm only going to be there for four days. So I have to slim down my options. I'm I'm, I'm trying s- to think of one, but I'm not doing a good job. Um, the one that I'm leaning towards the most is a Moana one. And it says, the wine, it calls me. 
Oh yeah, that's yeah, good. yeah, yeah, which yeah. is cute. Okay, okay. Yeah, that's it. That's my chicken. Amazing. Can't wait for Disney. Um, so, so we got our first request. <laughs> wow, amazing! What a world. I know. We're super excited about it. Um, thank you for listening and having requests. If you would like to request, <laughs> you can send us an email. Yeah. Or this one came in or through a DM. Yeah, this one came in through Facebook, which is really great. So I will read the request. Great. So the request is from uh, Christy. Um, she is someone that uh, I used to nanny her kids for, and she's really badass, and she's this awesome woman in um, Cleveland. Um, and she writes, Hi, hope all is well. Loving the podcast. Very informative. I would love to hear a podcast about what you would tell a young artist starting out. What would you do differently? Advice about school, etc. And then she continued to give me advice about my fruit fly problem. Thank you, Christy. The <laughs> apple cider vinegar has worked wonders. Oh my gosh. You and your fruit flies. Um, okay. So the first question is, what would you tell a young artist just starting out? Yeah. I think my biggest advice for school and is something I told like when I was taking my brother Justin on his college tours is like, um, go to the school that makes it feel like home. Like look for the, look at the schools that has programs that, um, interest you and are, and are, and are, you know, flushed out. <laughs> yeah. Like a good program. But. Yeah. Like if it's something you are pursuing, I do think that like, um, cons- there's a lot of benefits to looking at conservatory programs just because it is super focused. Um, but my biggest advice is, is when you go to the schools, it's going to incite a feeling in you. At least for me, it did. Um, I walked into DePaul and I like it was the one place that like made me feel something Mm. emotionally. And it was the place where I was like, oh, I know I want to be here and I know I'm going to do whatever I can to be here. And it's so much better to go to a school that like makes you feel a certain type of way, um, makes you feel comfortable and, and homey and like oh, I know I can grow here than to go to a place just because it has a great program. Because, like, you have to spend a lot of time there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And if you don't like the school, that's going to suck. <laughs> yeah, I feel like especially with a theater program because you spend, uh, you're, like, in class mm-hmm. with a full class load and then you have shows on top of that. So, mm-hmm. um you spend a lot more time with those people and in the building or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I think then like just going to your communications class and leaving, like it's a bit of a different environment. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But I think that there are a lot of programs out there um, for theater. And I think uh, if you have a focus, then go to those ones with uh, that, um, that are focused, but also um expand outside of just that one focus. Does that make sense? Like if you're going for acting, that's great and go to that. But also like when you go to those schools, look at what kind of uh activities they have or what other opportunities there are outside of acting. Right? Like DePaul, we had to do crew for our mm-hmm. first year and it expanded us to learn about for me, I learned about costumes and I learned about makeup and hair. And then I learned about, um, 
uh, what, uh, how, like being a box office manager and like front of house and things. And it, it gives you, um, an appreciation for the community that theater inevitably is, um, the collaboration behind all of it. And it gives you an appreciation for the people who do have that focus. I also just like learned a lot about lighting. Yeah. Like, Cause I was on a lighting crew and that has been really helpful to me, especially as I like started stage managing and that kind of stuff. Like being able to talk to my lighting designers more like f- being more fluent in the like yeah. lighting uh, like information like that was really helpful for me. Yeah. It just makes you well-rounded and yeah. I don't think that there's anything wrong with that. No, I think it's, I think it's good. Yeah. Um, The other thing I was going to say is I think it's important to be involved in shows. And I don't know. You might disagree with this. I'm not sure. Um, But I think it's important to be involved in shows outside of school as well. Yes. And I know that that's not always possible, like depending on like some schools are not in locations where like there is a like bustling art scene outside of of class. But um, I think like being able to get those professional credits, even if it's like an intern or something like or as an actor, I guess, like, maybe understudying, like, whatever you can do, or or just interning, like, assistant directing or stuff. Like, I think that's always helpful for actors, too, um, to get those credits on your resume and to not just have um, school credits when you graduate feels like a big deal to me. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. I feel like, and she asked, like, what I would do different, you know, what we would do differently, and that's definitely my answer, is that I was not involved enough outside of school. Like not just like the university as a whole, but like the community, especially being in Chicago. Cause, um, I think I was like, I'm going to book myself as hard as I can to work with these directors and this education because I have the opportunity to do so. Yeah. And so I only worked in shows, uh, in, in, in the, DePaul setting and I and while it was super great and I did learn a lot I missed the opportunities to network and to connect with people in Chicago so when I got out the first couple months were a struggle like we're we're really tough because I hadn't had any connections with anyone outside of the school um and to have a network and to and to be able to connect with these professionals is super 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 important it's funny, actually, I was talking the other day to somebody that I went to school with and um, I, there. so at DePaul, there's this um, directing class that you can take, that the MFA students take, mm-hmm. and that the BFA students for, usually for, always for, question mark, yeah. um, undergraduate directors can also take it as well and you have to like apply for it, it's a whole thing. And I didn't get into it. And I thought that, like, in that moment when I found out I didn't get in, I legitimately thought that was the end of my career. (laughs) I really, like, was like, they didn't put me in this class. Like, they don't think I'm a good director. And, like, I'm never going to make it and blah, 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 all this stuff. Like, how am I supposed to learn anything if I'm not in this class? Um, And uh, I, because I wasn't in that class, it... I mean, you took it, Jordan. I did, yeah, it was. And I remember everybody's piles of books were like the size of you sitting here right now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Of how much you had to read. And because I did not spend those two quarters or whatever, like summer and two quarters, reading a million books, I was able to do a bunch of shows. Yeah. And that was how I like made a lot more connections outside of the school. 
And it's just like so funny looking back because that was only like three years ago, but I really was crushed. (laughs) And then it ended up being like something that actually like was way better for me. Yeah. Um, And not necessarily way better for like anyone, but like for me in particular, like the way it worked out was well. Yeah. And um, there's still probably stuff like in that class, like I wish I knew or, but also I could just read those books, but also I don't really want to. Um, Yeah. 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 (laughs) I wish that I would have also had the time and opportunity to do other things just because it was like an MFA class and I was just a BFA. (laughs) It's the hardest class ever. Yeah, I think there's something there about, like, the practicum is important of, mm-hmm. like, <sighs> taking classes is important, but also being able to, like, apply and try. I think, like, viewing school, like, college as a time to practice and to try out yeah. those things. I think the other thing about school is, like, the teachers are very important, um, at least to me, because they have, um, DePaul has a really great um, mindset of, like, the teachers in the school are also working professionally, like at the time of school, right? Almost all of our teachers were working on outside projects. (laughs) Um, And that was great because we were working with not only professors that understood the education, but also like we're working and could apply their work to our education, which was really great. Um, But just like using them as a resource, um, is something that I would advise. For example, um, the teacher of that class that I took and I assistant directed for him a lot and he became a really great mentor to me. Um, and he was the one who like, when I cried after the class, he was like, all right, let's go back into my, let's really talk this out. Why are you crying? (laughs) Um, you know, he gave me my first uh, AD gig out of school. And he was the one that gave me a lot of advice when I was moving to New York. Um, but I think a lot of people have a hard time seeing teachers as, um, more than just teachers. Like they are a resource, especially when it comes to theater and art, like they know people too, and they can help lead you and help you meet the people that you may want to meet outside. Um, and I feel like, with the teachers and with the schools, like don't take for granted the resources that they can provide. And when you're looking at schools, look at those kinds of things, you know, like what was nice about going to school in a big city was that we were living in a big city with a big theater scene. So we had access to a lot of those things. Um, There are a lot of benefits to going to schools in a city, going to schools, not in a city, you know, and it's just find out what the resources they provide Think about how those could help you and benefit you and and go to the school that, that just works. Yeah. I think you're really right about um, having access to like sea shows and things like that. Like I do think being in Chicago, that was a huge, huge thing for us. Like I saw so many shows while I was in college. So many shows. And um, and I see a lot of shows now, but it's not even nearly as many as I was seeing then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other thing that I thought of while you were talking was just, and this is not something I would necessarily do differently. This is actually something I, I think you and I both did well, mm-hmm. um, was that uh, we were involved in things. Like the theater school conservatory is very... Um, it's very like in like yeah what's the word that i'm looking for it's like all encompass or like 
it takes up all of your time. Right. Or it, or it, it can. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, like, because there was such a community there and you spend so much time with those people in the one same building, like, all the time, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people really stayed in that and didn't explore, like, the other things that DePaul had to offer. Right. Um, which, pros and cons of doing that, for sure. Of course. But I think something that worked out for us is that since we were involved in things and had like leadership positions and things like that in other activities and other experiences that gave us things to put on our resume when we were applying for like day job survival jobs. Yeah. Um, and to show that like, like I know for me at least like my work with like demon thon, which was the 24 hour dance marathon, like being able to have to show that I was like planning events and doing that kind of thing. Like I think was easier to explain transferable skills to an office job yes. that paid my bills for three years than trying to be like, okay, a stage manager is this and here's the experience I had and blah, blah, blah. Um, that's definitely doable and is something that our capstone um, class, I think, tried to help us do yeah. is to market our theater skills for day jobs and things. But I think reaching outside of that is just like a shortcut. Yeah. And and also, like, because there was so much else that DePaul offered, um, being able to, like, access some of the... I mean, like, those are some of the best times I had, the best friends I made. Like, it was so nice to have friends that were not in the theater school. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. And, like, the thing is, is, like, the whatever theater you're looking at, whether it's a conservatory or just like a, you know, a BA major program, like is just a small part of a huge, a bigger school, right? Like it's just one element of this bigger thing. Um, and if you, it, it feels like a lost opportunity when you're not taking advantage of the bigger thing too. Yeah. Um, totally agree. Oh, and then I would say like the other, I I know for me, another big element shocker here here we go (laughs) um uh, was how I was gonna make money during school and like Mm -hmm. and um because I worked and so um the best the best job for me was definitely or and there were so many like being able to see what jobs are available within the theater school and department and like we had like all of our professors had assistants that are like people that worked for them like a couple hours every week. Yep. You worked at the front desk. I had and, five jobs. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so many jobs. Like, and this and this. Yeah. Um, so, but all like within the theater school and mm-hmm. then like I worked for admissions in the theater school um, and like being able to have my job be so convenient like with my classes because I would like work from nine to 11 and then go to class at 1120 like in the same building like that made my life so much easier than the times where I was working at a restaurant as well. Like that yeah. was always way less convenient and yeah, way less for flexible. Sure. Um, and like dumb hours. I also think that like having, going off of what you said, like having jobs is really important in school, whether it's one or, or you know, in our case, like five or six at all times. Um, because it mimics what the quote unquote real world is like of of having to juggle like, making money and 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 doing your craft and managing your time and prioritizing and um finding out what what it is about uh this juggling that you can um, make sure that you have time for your health and it it to to be able to 
have that experience in school where there are kind of lower stakes, depending on who you are, comparatively to like the real world. Yeah. You know, in the real world, if you don't work, you can't pay rent. But to have that opportunity to juggle all of that in a lower stake setting is really helpful for moving forward. There's so many times when I think about that, like where I'm like, if I had been in college and not had to worry about paying rent and buying food and all that kind of stuff. Right. um, $3 wine from Whole Foods. um, The $3 (laughs) wine from Whole Foods is everything. That was my truly five for fives was like college. Yes. And the five for fives at Whole Foods where you paid $5 for five glasses of wine. That's where I was like, great. This is my, (laughs) this is my. If you needed cheap alcohol, I could tell you where to get it. Yeah. That That was my whole game. Um, still is, still is. Um, no, but I think about that a lot where I'm like, if I hadn't had to worry about working, um, I could have, then I would, then I was like, would I have, like, I could have done so much better in school or like just focused more or read more or something. And then I'm like, like, sure that in a, in a vacuum of a world that is great. Mm -hmm. But then I'm like, no, I guess it was good that I did that because then I was prepared for, yeah. The real real world. Real world. Yeah. Quote unquote. Which I think actually has served me. Yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. Is important. Yeah. Because time management, I think, is such a huge, huge skill uh, for an artist that has like a survival job. Yeah. And shows and all the other stuff. And like, it's not something that you may have completely figured out in school. <laughs> Sure. And that's no, okay. I'm, like, yeah, it's absolutely okay. I think like a big advice that I would give to a young artist starting out is that it's going to be tough. I don't think any person in theater has said like, oh, this is so easy. Mm-mm. No. And I think acknowledging like this is going to be really tough, but you are going to learn so much, not only about yeah. art and theater, but about yourself the world and the world and to just go with it Mm -hmm. and not be afraid and you will have a survival job when you graduate yes you (laughs) absolutely cannot go into school or out of school assuming you will have a full-time paid theater job when you graduate yep nope 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 if you for a second think that is true wipe it right out of your brain i agree plan to have a survival job, plan to figure out how you're going to do both because 99% of the time that is the the truth Yeah, for at least your first year out of school. Yeah. Maybe you get through your first year and you book Broadway. And it's good great. for you. Yeah, Amazing. Awesome. Congratulations. But it's all temporary. Yeah. You are going to have a survival job at some point in your life. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing to be ashamed of. No. It's not a shameful thing. It's just the truth. Yeah. And like the way the economy is. But yes. you need to plan for that and you need to figure out what that is going to be for yourself that is going to be like good for like manageable for you and not use up all your energy. Like I knew for me, like anything in like customer service or retail, like that world, like serve, like serving like um, food, like all those things that a lot of people do because the hours are flexible and stuff like that, nannying. I could not do any of that. I was like, yeah. none of that is going to be right for me. That will take all of my energy. Yeah. And then I will not be able to go to rehearsal at night. Yep. 
start to find the fire now that fuels you in this industry because it is so much hard work and you have to have a grind, right? Like you have to have the grind. You have to keep pushing. You're going to probably face a lot of rejection, like inevitably going to face rejection. Absolutely. Oh yeah. And if you cannot find the why behind what you're doing, then it's going to be so much more difficult for you to focus and to, to keep pushing and to like take care of yourself mentally. Because if you, yeah, I mean like period, like done. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think like loving to do theater is not enough. No, you can't just love it. Like you have to have a deeper, a, a deeper goal, a deeper reasoning. Um, and a lot of drive. And so much drive. That can only come from yourself. Right. Like no one else is going to put that drive into your body. Yeah. In conclusion, when it comes to schools, do your research. When it comes to what we would tell you, like find the why. Mm-hmm. When it comes to what we would do differently, probably a lot. <laughs> we didn't really get into it. But I do think like what we... If we did something differently, we'd be in a different position than where we are now. And I don't yeah, know it's that hard I to imagine. I don't know that I would want to change that. Yeah. I think every single thing that has happened to us, whether it was good or bad or difficult or easy, has led us to this point. And if we went back and changed anything or would do anything differently, we would not be where we are today. And I don't know that that is what I would want. I think for me, like if I had done things differently, I, it it kind of goes one of two ways. I either would have still ended up right here right now and been like, cause this was always what I wanted, you know, or, um, but I do think so much of like, I think my path has been winding, but like, I think it, it all kind of happened because of the choices I made. Yeah. For the better and for worse, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. so yeah, I don't I don't have anything off the top of my head I would have done differently. Yeah, I think you're right about minor things. Like, I probably wouldn't have gotten so hungover that I threw up in my family's car when they came to visit me. Yeah. Like, that's a minor thing that I would probably do differently. Right, yeah, it's like little stuff, but nothing huge. Yeah, I agree. We're gonna do a theme song. We're gonna give the advice. We're gonna tell the young students and adults where to go with their life. Wow, that was cute. Okay, thanks. <laughs> well, Christy, thank you so much for your request. If uh, you, the listener, want to also make a request of what you would like to hear, you can send us an email at setthestagepodcast at gmail.com or you can slide onto our DMs through Instagram or Twitter at setthestagepodcast. Wow. They, You're really asking people to slide into our DMs. Yep, yep, we are. Well, All right. thank you so much for joining us. We will see you next week for an interview and uh, have a good week. Have a good one. Bye.